if I had to make a list of the most innovative, talented, and inspirational artists, for me personally, Drew Overbay is near the top of the list. In my opinion, he is truly one of the best to ever do it, straight up. I can't tell you how honored I am to have him on the podcast. Let us know what your favorite part of Drew's interview was in the comments below on YouTube. Enjoy the episode, my friends, and welcome to the podcast. What's up, Drew? Welcome to the podcast, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on here. Yeah, dude. Um, <clears throat> when I first started like getting the idea together for doing this podcast, you were one of the first people that I thought about getting onto the podcast. So thank you so much for joining me. Um, awesome. I so, appreciate that. Yeah, dude. So tell us, um, what? how did you first get started in Poi? Like, when were you introduced and how? Um. So... I actually have a pretty funny story with Poi. Um, I first encountered it probably like 2013 or so. Saw some guy at my local park in Knoxville, Tennessee, which is where I grew up, uh, spinning some sock Poi. And funnily enough, I like, I didn't really think it was that cool when I first saw it. I'm going to be honest. Like, I was like, this is okay. Like, I don't know. Um, Flash forward like a few months, I went to a rainbow gathering. Actually, I was like very much in my hippie phase back then. <laughs> um, and I saw somebody with like flower sticks and I thought that was like the jam. That was my first <laughs> prop actually. Really? So, see some flower sticks there, uh, get home and immediately like find some. I uh, did that for like, maybe half a year until eventually I was at a festival with a bunch of my close friends who also spun poi at that time. They like picked it up in between that time, I guess. Mm -hmm. Well, oh yeah, he like picked up poi. My friend Amin picked up poi like because of the guy in the park because he was with me that day. He thought it was cool. I'm like, interesting. On it, you know, and then at um sonic bloom i think it was like 2014 or so that was when my like breakthrough happened when i was like okay boy is fun i want to do this yeah. <laughs> yeah and you know it's funny you think about the little moments in life that seem insignificant when they're happening but they just end up shaping our path and changing our lives uh inevitably so it's really interesting they kind of seem insignificant and then it just leads to a lifetime of pursuing flow arts and poi so it's really interesting to hear people's first moments on how they were exposed to it and their first initial thoughts that's funny that you were like uh, poi it's all right it's all <laughs> <Yeah>. right <laughs> nice dude so um back then when you were a newbie and learning the basics who were your main inspirations like once you started spinning poi seriously who did who did you really respect back then um so absolutely uh like my number one like mentor and the person who taught me everything is somebody who I ended up uh, meeting in Knoxville too. Uh, his name is James Sparks. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I'm actually uh, not. Okay. Um, he doesn't post anything anymore. I don't even know if he like really spins poi like that anymore. Maybe like every here and every now and then, but like um, he's mostly doing like a bunch of uh, electric unicycle stuff now, but uh, very good poi spinner. Like uh, if you go back on his Instagram, you'll definitely like see all his older videos. And mm -hmm. that was the person who uh, taught me everything. And you can definitely see like the style influence in my mm -hmm. style compared to his like. Nice. He's, he's a great spinner. Nice, really cool. So when you had started spinning and you got into poi, when did you attend your first Flow Arts Festival? Because you've been a frequenter of many. So when, when was your first experience doing that? Uh, very, very soon after beginning Spinning Poi, I <laughs> began uh, going to Flow Festivals. I think my very first year of Spinning Poi, I went to like six. <laughs> Whoa, no kidding. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so with, you were right uh, <laughs> with my buddy James, who was like already going to these festivals. Uh -huh. And he was just like looking for friends to go with and i like just became his padawan and we like fucking hit <laughs> six <laughs> nice. that year <laughs> that's like crazy. uh spin summit back when spin summit was a thing flame 
kinetic uh festivals that you still attend to, to this day huh uh festivals that you still attend to this day festival oh, yeah, totally. and uh, flame and kinetic and and whatnot yeah super cool so and then you are one of the best poi jugglers in the game in my opinion so when did you start poi juggling what like how soon after did you when you started uh well first of all i appreciate that i i don't really have the same thought about that but, get uh, out of here dude <laughs> um let's see it was pretty quickly after spinning poi i think maybe a little after a year so uh nice you got into three poi a little bit after a lot of people juggling poi um i think i decided to juggle balls first to like get my baseline mm -hmm. a little solid and then moved on to poi like pretty quickly after that um nice 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 so i i currently am going through the juggle struggle it is very hard out here in these poi juggling streets so i am <laughs> trying to learn more difficult patterns such as the four poi no beat cascade which is a trick that yeah. you can nail on fire <laughs> so <laughs> tell us tell us how long that trick took you to learn and how fucking difficult that pattern is because it is truly insane bro <laughs> uh dude that that trick still for me is like hit or miss i swear to god like some days i'll be able to like just nail like 50 catches and some days it's just like i can i'm struggling to like you know qualify maybe not well, necessarily that bad but like i don't know i, so I, I honestly still appreciate I, hearing that i still don't feel that i have it like solidly but i was working on that trick for like probably over a year before i was able to like cleanly do it i'd say okay okay that makes me feel better because i i still feel like i'm not even close and it's in very a lot of ways, very hard don't yeah, don't beat yourself yeah. about it <laughs> yeah truly truly very difficult people don't understand how hard poi juggling is until they really try it and they spend a significant amount of time trying the same pattern over and over again because it just takes an absurdly long amount of time to really get a pattern comfortable and for you to feel confident in it, like you hearing you say that you're still not even confident in the four point no beat cascade is a little reassuring for me because it is just ridiculous. I don't know how anybody can be consistent with that trick. It's crazy. Yeah, Bo just makes it look like nothing. <laughs> Shout out to Bo. Oh, God, you can't even hate, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oddly enough, uh, another trick that I suffered with for so long is uh, the one poi mercedes uh the triketra extension mm. that that trick for me was like almost as hard as the <laughs> four point no beat which is really interesting because i can hit that trick and it did take me a long time it took me i want to say like a couple months to learn the whole thing but there was a time period in learning the bottom pedal to the next pedal and that was a time period and then there was a time period of me hitting the second pedal to the third and that was a waiting period and then third you know uh so on and so forth but that's funny because yeah. for me it felt like i just couldn't do it no matter what and then one day i just like clicked and i'm like okay just gotta like push that pinky side yeah yeah it's funny um, because i still remember where i was at when that moment happened for me because i just all of a sudden it clicked and i was like whoa that was that was two, two full rotations and i didn't even stop like it was a big deal for me so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i feel that so when you're going through the juggle struggle and you're learning all these really difficult patterns did you ever have any feelings of like i'm not good enough or this trick is too difficult i'll never be able to learn it like tell us a little bit about that side uh yeah i think that's a totally normal thought to have uh in the process of growing and stuff. Um, that absolutely has happened to me numerous times. I've hit plateaus, uh, just like I imagine everybody else does. Sure. Some things will be harder for you. Some things will be easier for you. Um, ultimately, it's up to you to decide if you want to keep going with it. Um, yeah. There are tricks where I I deem them like, okay, the time that I would have to invest in this 
versus the reward may not be worth it to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's oh, okay. So, so I spent a year and a half or a year or whatever learning this pattern, and then it's like, okay, well, I can do this now, and it's just one trick, and, it, you know, it works <laughs> <Yeah>. so hard. <laughs> like... it, it feels rewarding, and then you, like, think about it a little, and you're like, did I just waste so much of my time? Doing this? <laughs> yeah, so how did you – how do you think you overcame – like those feelings, did you just kind of kept keep working through the same pattern or did you kind of like avert your attention to something else and come back to it? Like, so how did normally, you approach that? Normally when I hit that type of plateau and like a halt, I'll see like a halt in my progress. I found that the best thing for me to do is just take a break. Because mm -hmm. I might be just trying too hard enforcing incorrect muscle memory even because mm. i'm just like getting frustrated and like want to do it so bad that like i'm repetitively doing the wrong thing which can ultimately be harmful so taking a break for me has been um, something that i found to be very beneficial and coming back like i don't know how long it might take maybe a week maybe a month uh, mm -hmm. but usually shifting my focus to something else is what helps Okay. Well, honestly, and you know, these questions that I'm asking, I do want to ask them for other people, but I'm truly asking for myself because I really respect you so highly as a poi juggler. And I'm going through the same thing right now where I'm trying to learn these super difficult patterns. And some days it just feels like I'm not making any progress at all on the pattern, even though I've spent, you know, four hour training session this day, you know, three or whatever the next day. And it just feels like I'm not getting any closer. So maybe I'll just try to take a break on the patterns that I'm really pushing myself to learn and kind of like shift my attention towards something else and kind of put them in the, in the background a little bit. Um, yeah. Totally. But yeah, it's hard, uh, man. Just releasing that like pressure from yourself because you feel like you have to get it because you've uh, invested so much time. Like, uh, I think it's called sunken cost fallacy where you just feel like well i've invested this much time with it i have to do this now but if you just take that pressure off yourself you can always come back you know true true and for yeah. me uh a lot of the shift in focus just went to like other props like i started juggling sticks i started juggling balls a little more like um what's the word like uh joey's gonna pull up one of my favorite videos of yours when I was researching your videos and videos to watch uh, during the podcast, I found your double staff performance um, <laughs> at Flashpoint. Yeah, my man. That was a that was holy a good I'm not even shit, like... <laughs> bro. You fucked that... up this like you fucked up this entire performance in the best way. Like just that your energy and tech and the way you choreographed this entire thing huge respect man holy shit that was a fun one uh probably like my favorite performance i've done on stage and i'm really glad it was on video that's awesome so that was actually going to be a question that i had for you was what was your favorite performance that you've done and truly this is a this is an amazing one to have as your favorite because this was incredible i appreciate it yeah uh that was definitely like at the height of me doing a lot of double staff stuff uh learned a bunch from casey hool who taught me grid tracing i just kind of like took it away from there um oh I... my god <laughs> yeah so good dude your plane work is unreal and seriously so in-depth and i was talking about this on a previous episode it's not like i'm not a fan of double staff but i've never it's never been something that i'm like oh i really want to be able to get into that or do that but there are just these select individuals like yourself that make that i see do double staff and i'm like holy shit i, I that would be fun to be able to at least throw down a little bit with double staff because you guys just fuck it up like <laughs> thanks yeah, yeah so tell us many people like doing double staff that much anymore and like uh these days when I'm like juggling staffs, I like to like mix in a little bit of double staff tech just with like different three staff like grips and such. Um, but got to have that third staff in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel the same way when I'm incorporating two ploy concepts into three ploy. I'm sure that you feel the same way in that regard as well. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, man, this was a good one. And this was what, 2017, I think? I believe so, yeah. And uh, I was actually like really nervous right before this. And I like... How can you not be, dude? How can you not uh, be? Right before I went up, it was like the person before me who was like performing. And I was just like backstage, like absolutely pounding a beer in nervousness. (laughs) (laughs) run it that is so the result i guess oh my god well i mean honestly i i'm not encouraging anybody to use alcohol um (laughs) if you do not want to but like truly i think there's some kind of like all right let's loosen up a little bit you know not i'm not gonna be like tipsy or whatever but like yeah Mm -hmm. I, i feel it i've been there wow so yeah let's talk about other props a little bit i mean of course this is a poi podcast but like Tell us uh, when you started getting into double staff and other and and eventually triple staff. Do you think it was a good outlet to kind of like uh, keep yourself occupied and enjoying the art and then coming back to poi? Or how do you think it influenced like your your poi spinning? Uh, okay. So first of all, I started double staff because I saw somebody at Flame with some led doubles (laughs) it's actually pretty funny is uh i ended up becoming this guy's teacher later on and he's the (laughs) one who like influenced me to pick him up in the first place (laughs) uh and that does not shock me (laughs) uh, and like casey Hool came by and was like yo can i play with those i don't have any leds and then i saw casey who will like fuck it up and I was like, okay, that looks fun. I want to do that. Started investing a lot of time into doubles. And this is at a point where I was like at my mom's and like uh, pretty much unemployed <laughs> at that time. So I had like nothing but free time to drill. So I was investing like three, four hours a day per prop. Wow. So I was doing like, uh, so I was like, well, I have to put in as much time with doubles as I do with poi. And wow, that that's a huge was, commitment. Yeah, it was a lot of my time. Um, but uh, what was your other question? It was. Uh, yeah. How do you think it like affected your poi spinning? Yeah, yeah. Because um, in, in any way, if it so did. Being able to just take things very step by step helped me clean up a lot of things with my poi because like you don't really get so much of that luxury with poi being like of course. always in motion, you know, but when you take the time to just <laughs> like really deconstruct your moves and uh, enforce wow. them in a static way. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, it, yeah. It really, I get like, what you're saying. It, it gets the the wheels turning in your mind about like how things should operate in like the poi world. You know, and, and I'm not a club juggler. I'm not a club guy by any means. But when I was fucking around with two club way back in the day, like fucking 10 plus years ago, I was able to exactly do what you were talking about, about having a, a static prop that you could just do. You could go through the motion very step by step and kind of like force yourself to be in the position that mm. you with pulley you have to fly through i mean there's no like oh let me just put it right here and work my Unless way through you have so, like a really stiff static boy <laughs> or something yeah true true <laughs> which yeah, is basically but, um, and just a club <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah that's really cool and and you had kind of mentioned um just the the years or the amount of hours that you you were putting into your props at that time no one gets as good at poi juggling as you without dedicating years of their life to to what they're doing so tell us a little bit uh, more about like something something i say is like it's not so much about years it's about hours you know like oh totally because years aren't really an indicator of like how much of the hours you put in per day very true very true so yeah tell us a little bit about like the your like training regimen or your like your grind how you approach getting better is it more of like a free flow i'm just going to kind of work on whatever presents itself to me or do you like work on specific things are you more like rigid and regimented with your training style or is it more just kind of like open air freestyle kind of stuff honestly it's a little bit of both like it just depends on the day some days Mm -hmm. i am just 
free flowing, doing like a little bit of drilling. And other days I just wake up and like, I'm drilling this today. Going to try to take it as far as I can. Well, sure, because there are patterns that you can stumble across. And then there are patterns that you're not just going to stumble across being able to do 4.0 B cascade. That's just not a trick that yeah, I mean, you, totally. you, you have to be able to spend many hours drilling that and focusing on that pattern specifically. So it's interesting when people are able to kind of divert the amount of time that they're putting into drilling a specific pattern or just stumbling across things and being creative as they go. And I think there's definitely a balance to both for sure. Yeah. And a lot of my favorite patterns have been found in that like flow state where like, I'm just like hitting the flow and I like, do something new. But in those moments, what I actually like to do is like write it down or immediately take a video. Cause if I don't do that, like instantly, I'm probably going to forget it. And it's from there that I can build upon <laughs> like drilling those certain tricks and like expanding upon those tricks. Um, but it's very important that I like make a mental note at least of like, I want to remember how to do this. I want to remember everything about this motion. You know, I, I will admit, um, oftentimes when I'm just really enjoying myself spinning poi, I have used some marijuana and there are yeah. perks to that and there are downsides to that. So one of the perks being I'm more able to be like free flowy creative. I feel like that's like, one of the benefits is just being able to and again i'm not I'm not encouraging marijuana use all right folks but just for me personally right so but one of the downsides is i will do some dope ass shit and then i'm like what did i just do and i cannot like remember five seconds later <laughs> like how did i do that yeah, yeah uh, what, what the fuck was i doing just now i'll be the first to admit that um that is also the situation that i find myself in a lot like <laughs> um it it's very good for like uh finding creativity you know or like channeling creativity totally man totally because i'm i'm more able to focus on what i'm doing and i don't have all these other distractions in my brain i'm just kind of really locked into what i'm doing um i want joey to pull up my favorite video of yours of all time it's one of my favorite poi tricks ever done period and you're gonna laugh when you see what video is being pulled up because <laughs> It's way back. Oh, play it, play it. Oh yeah, that was such a hard trick to do. Oh <laughs> I my like, god, I spent dude! Hours trying to get that like how many second long clip? Like one more time, one more time. Play it one more time. <laughs> oh my fuck, dude! This is literally one of my favorite poi tricks I've ever seen. That toss was insane. Fuck, that was yeah. You know, it's funny is I was I was talking about you with Joey the other night, and I was like, I don't care. I'm gonna find that video. I don't know how long ago it was posted, but I'm <laughs> I just I'm gonna go through his feed and find it. And I finally found it. And I was like, dude, this is it. This is the one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it made a good impression on you, <laughs> dude. I, so, I, uh... I mean, it's seriously straight up one of my favorite patterns ever done. I mean, it's like just so creative just the idea behind it is fucking incredible dude like you should be super proud of that one thanks thanks um so that's like one of the ones that like after investing so much time in it because i wanted both sides of it because through the 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 watson swap which is like the the spiral wrap versus extension thing you can mm -hmm. go into the other side immediately and I tried so many times to get both sides of that. And that was one of those tricks that we were talking about earlier, where it's just like, all right, the amount of time I would have to invest in this is just not really worth it, I don't think. <laughs> if you ever do want to learn that mirrored, I am in full support of you, man. <laughs> um, also, I wanted to give a shout out to Al Poi for that yeah. idea. Really? Um, I think I'm, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. It's uh, A, A, yeah, A-O-I. Yeah. On Instagram. Shout out to you. He's a Japanese uh, voice winner. Because I saw, I saw them do uh, something where they just placed the poi on their head, and they were doing something different with the entire idea. But mm. I was like, I want to be able to fit that into something that I do. Oh, so. dude. 
and did you fit it in something incredible? It was, yep, it was beautiful. It. Yeah. Honestly, one of my, one of my uh, favorite three point guys right now, he's uh, really doing some awesome stuff with three points. So shout out to you, sir. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So which brings me to my next question. Who are your current like favorite artists that you're, that uh, are, are actively spinning nowadays? Okay. Um, so people I look up to are, I think Bo goes without saying. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Massimo, I don't know if you follow 423 Hunter. I actually don't. And it's rare oh. for someone to mention uh, an artist that I'm not familiar yeah, the, with. Yeah, the people so. I really, really enjoy their content, they're pretty niche. And I feel like not many people know who they are. But like, uh, uh, it's your taste Instagram, for aesthetics, man. If his Instagram is private, I'll definitely like share some videos with you later. Okay. I think that's someone you should absolutely be following. Um, okay. We'll give him a shout out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Andrew Bonanov from, I think, Russia. Um, he has been making poi content for so long, like back in like the full length YouTube video days. Ah, they were good days, dude. They were good but, days. But uh, his current <laughs> Instagram is poi underscore notes. And, Great, dude! Uh, you're gonna have to send me a list of these people because yeah, I think I follow a good amount yep. of people online. Good job, Joey! I love Shout out the to Joey, folks. Stuff that this guy does. Yeah, and you know, I had asked you about some patterns uh, years ago, and you gave me uh, some advice saying that switchbacks were crucial to uh, a lot of the patterns that you were working on. Oh, yeah, so, totally. Yeah, man. I actually do follow this guy. I wasn't familiar with okay, the name, yeah. but uh, yeah, shout out to you, man. Um, I love Super that. Good. We're able... He's been he's been spinning for so long. I think like cool, cool. Yeah, it's, the Russian tech scene is crazy, dude. I went uh, through uh, I went through what is it, Poycon's Instagram and just saw all the Poy performances that were done on Poycon, and I just went through and they were all tagged, and I just followed everybody that had done a performance at Poycon because, like, <laughs> come on, dude. Why not? So, yeah, um, that's really cool. So going back to your favorite, like YouTube videos um, of all time, what do you, if you had to pinpoint a video on YouTube, that would be the most like inspirational or your all time favorite one video, what do you think it would be? Oh, <laughs> I know. Hmm. I know. I'm putting you on the spot here. Hmm. YouTube video. I'll, I'll give you a second to think and just tell you what mine is. My favorite Poi video of all time is by Surreal, and it's I think it's either it's either Melting that Pot was, or or Brainstorming, and I don't know. That was actually one, one of the ones I first thought of, and I'm like, it might be that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please, if we could pull this up, uh, Surreal, either fuck, what do you think, Melting Pot or or Brainstorming? I liked Brainstorming a lot. Okay. Brainstorming is uh, truly one of the best poi videos of all time, um, in my opinion. And uh, this man Go ahead is time, dude. Seriously, like that's the thing about it is like, how long ago was this, and like how much of this stuff that he's doing in there is like still not being done? You know, the peak of relevancy still to this day. And I mean, he must be one of the most influential poi spinners of all time. I mean, and for me personally, the man is. Uh, just, I mean, an inspiration is an underword. I, I have watched this video. I don't even know how many times, probably more than a hundred. I mean, easily over the course of my life, how long I've been watching. I mean, cause I think this video is like 10 years old. So I've seen this video plenty of times. <laughs> I would love to meet this like, dude so much. <laughs> tethers so thin. You can barely I know. see them. <laughs> It's funny because I showed one of my friends this video and he's like, he's like, he's spinning boy with dental floss for the tethers. <laughs> I remember but, yeah. when like thick rope first became popular. It was like such a weird phenomenon. Like all of a sudden everybody has thick rope like next year. It's true, but when I first got my thick rope set, it was very loose thick rope. It was not yeah. static. It was like, just thick. It was just like thicker, 
thicker MFP, which like everybody's using like the thin MFP, but like, oh, now it's thick. Now yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it doesn't more really. More <laughs> it doesn't really like do anything. I don't know, like because it's the same. It it functions almost the same because it's it, still it definitely like felt a lot different, especially when you have nothing else to really compare it to, like static rope. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. True. True. I, I will never go back to uh, like loose tethers. I, now that I have the stiff tether life, I will never go back. So yeah. Yeah. It has it's, its positives and negatives, but uh, I, I think the stiffer tether is like pretty crucial to juggling. Absolutely, because it's more consistent. It's way more consistent. Like even just juggling, like when I go from no beat cascade or reverse no beat cascade into flats, and then I'm trying to go forward, I have to have some stiff tethers, man. Like I flats, just the the handle is going to be all over the place. It's going to look like shit. Like I don't know. I, I, you can do it clean, but in for me personally, that's how I feel about my style. I just yeah, I when you like stiffer toss the flat and it like noodles up. Like yeah, yeah. dude. You know, and that's one of the biggest problems, um, in my opinion, with spin optics. And shout out to spin optics, like dope product, dope product. I'm not trying to talk shit, but if you don't store those spin optics, like while they're yeah. hanging, or I with mean, a, with a hair dryer to like straighten them out, dude, <laughs> you're fucked, bro. Like you throw a flat and it's it's doing a crazy ass yeah. pattern. You're like, oh, fuck, man. I mean, they're they're still dope in theory. And they're cool for a lot of things, but juggling, it's like, yeah, out of the question. Totally. <laughs> uh, have you met um, Logan Harris? You know, what's funny is you, I'm from the same state as this man, and I have not met him. Oh, dang. Um, yeah, so he, he was. Like, he... Uh, he has been optics, and he like puts some like coating over his like tethers that like really made them a little more stiff. I don't know if he's oh. like still rocking those or what, but like, I don't shout know. out to you, Logan. Damn, that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> that's really oh. cool. One more thing. Mm -hmm. uh, we moved on from the favorite influential spinners. There was yeah. one more person I wanted to shout out because I knew this question was going to be asked. So I like, made yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Andy Hersey, uh, hers munch on uh, Instagram. Yeah, I'm familiar king of switchbacks like straight up like probably godfather of switchbacks for you saying and, that i we we gotta we gotta give this man a shout out at some point i gotta like go back through the video and i'll try to give people shout outs on instagram because Instagram's kind of where people will follow me the most so i'm gonna have to try to you know give these guys more shout out and make sure that they're mentioned at least because um yeah for you for you giving them such high praise it definitely means a lot because, uh, yeah, I just value your opinion very highly. So shout out to you, sir. His first name's at Andy. Uh, yeah, this is him on screen. Awesome. Uh, scroll down a little bit. Scroll down. I'll... One of the ones where it's like a black background. Uh, wait, go down a little bit more. There's one on... I don't know any one of these is going to be good, but there was one I'm like specifically thinking of that I. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh well, it might not be there, but it's it's hard finding. Yeah, be, like, fire. It's hard finding the video that you're like, oh, dude, like that's and all when good. He's not but... <laughs> doing switchback stuff. He's doing super weird, creative stuff. Like regardless. Yeah, very abstract. You know, and when I think of really abstract style spinners, you are somebody that I think of because. Dude, you have some of the craziest two-ploy patterns with contact and all the weird shit that you do is just so fucking cool, man. So I I Thank love you. finding these spinners that are just doing shit way different than anybody else. Those are, that's my favorite stuff. So like the really abstract creative style Ooh, people go are, to that, are go to that top top right one. Sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 dude, dude, go for it. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's that's oh. the stuff I'm talking about. Okay, sir. Holy shit. Wow. Wicked, wicked. Shout out to you, sir. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm working on some four-ploy patterns, but 
it is very difficult. I'm, I'm working through the grind of four poi and trying to find tricks that I love and that still look good because four poi is one of those things that it's like, okay, it might be very difficult to pattern that you're doing, but how good does it look like? That's kind of the, the battle that we face with four poi is making a pattern that not only is very difficult because it's four boy everything's gonna be hard but um also making it look clean i think i'm just obsessed with that shit. so i don't post any yeah. any of these patterns that i'm working on that are just not quite there yet i want to refine them a little bit more so yeah i think that's one of my like uh faults is like i'll be too excited about something and i'll post it before i have it really clean so yeah like, a lot of my Done stuff that. I like go back and I'm like that looks so sloppy. That's <laughs> well, dude. You have tons of videos on Instagram. Like when I first started three poi, you were a guy that I looked at and I was like, all right, we got to start. We got to start three poi. Like, like I saw what you were working with back then, and I was just blown away by the level of skill that you were already displaying with three poi. Um, and you know what's crazy is you were talking about hours put in versus years put in and i'm pretty sure i've been spinning technically longer than you but like i wasn't into it took me so long to get into three-ploy juggling or three-ploy at all so like when i was getting into three-ploy i looked at people like you to really take inspiration from and and you had that contact style that i personally love because contact is something that i pursued for a long time with two-ploy um, but you're incorporating contact into your Poi juggling which is just like for me is just my favorite shit so oh, yeah. uh yeah, yeah if you want to pull, that's shit pull I love that for sure yeah joey's gonna pull up another video this is another um one that i just absolutely loved this <laughs> performance by you was so good my uh, barefoot performance you said what about this performance <laughs> my barefoot performance oh yeah you are barefoot and is this at eq yes nice uh, dude might have been the first year i really want to make it out to this festival uh for sure because the venue looks amazing the venue looks amazing there's amazing people attending very skilled artists and then as well as like the battles and all that shit like so cool dude yeah battles can be fun yeah i definitely want to make it out to eq um what festivals are you attending this year i know you're going to flame you're are you going to kinetic yeah. As of right now, I think Flame is the only one really on the radar. That's catch him at Flame, folks. Change, but that's the only one like confirmed for sure. Okay, okay, <laughs> dude, I really want you to make it out to to Kindle at some point. I almost want to like fucking sponsor you to get out there or some shit because I, <laughs> dude, I want to I want to jam yeah, with Kindle, you out there. It's. I bet that one was fun last year, huh? Oh, dude, so cool. The venue is yeah, unbelievable. The venue, amazing. I mean, I've aside from the pack fire before, it, aside, it like... excuse me. Oh my God. <laughs> aside from all the uh, dope performers that are there and all the skill that's there, it's just the venue that is truly breathtaking. I mean, you can, you're in these little cabins and you can just go down and burn on the beach or you can go and hit the fire circle in this big grassy area it's just truly one of the the most beautiful places um i mean oregon's just gorgeous so yeah, yeah it's definitely oregon. a favorite of mine you know i haven't even been to the only two festivals that i've been for flow arts is kindle and a new uh festival that happened for the first time last year it's a southwest flow fest that happens in arizona so those are the only two that I've been to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my God. That pattern is sick. Dude, the point. And okay. The thing that people don't realize is for you to be able to hit that while performing. My man is consistent with that pattern. That's the thing that people don't realize. Like very for hard you to, for you to hit it live. Oh, I, I remember coming out of this performance not feeling that great though honestly like uh I think I did the same one at Flame and just, yeah 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 it was dope I think it I was felt dope. a little bit better about that one for some reason but oh man but you had so much soul in this like you had such a presence <laughs> and such a uniqueness to the way that you you make shapes you juggle you have contact I mean it's just truly unique that's a, you you get to this level with poi that you're just 
unique and there's nobody else like you. And that's, that's my favorite thing about Poi is if you put in enough time and you get to that level, you are just inevitably a unique person that has different skill set than anybody else. And this, this performance, Oh my, the rolls. <laughs> the rolls. Yeah. Holy shit. One of my favorite patterns that I, that you do is that uh roll cascade. What do you even call that? Uh, I guess, I guess a roll cascade. <laughs> I don't know. C roll cascade. I don't know. You heard it here, folks. Uh, <laughs> I never really like put a name to it, I guess, but it's Dude, like, Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> God, that it's performance was fucking incredible. One of the more fun ones. So I want to. We're gonna get to the segment of the podcast. This is gonna be. This is gonna be great. The where fans write in and ask questions, <laughs> and they write in a question for me to ask the guest live on air. So sure, it's time for that for that segment. So the man himself, Bo Juggler has asked the, the <laughs> deepest and most in, important question to date. He asks, what is Poi? What is Poi? I feel like he is making a joke about <laughs> uh, the time we had at Poi Parliament where we <laughs> played this game of what is Poi because uh, there were people with kendamas, glow strings, like everything that could potentially be considered poi we like put it up for debate at uh poi parliament which okay. is where i met that's the only place i've ever like encountered Bo, and i met Bo there and like befriended him so i feel like he's absolutely making a remark about that specific <laughs> time <laughs> uh good shit. question itself um <laughs> what is poi I I don't know if I have an opinion on this because that that whole thing at Poi Parliament like changed my opinions in some ways. <laughs> like interesting. Or it was more of like, well, obviously a contact ball on a rope with a handle is poi, but like right. I don't know. There's some opinions about poi <laughs> out there that are different <laughs> than mine. And those are valid too. So yeah, you know, if I were to answer the question, this is the first time I've answered the question that's I'm asking my guest, but I will just go ahead and answer it as well. For for me, poi is just the medium that I get to express myself in. It's the medium that I use to uh, focus, that I use to push myself, that I use use to let loose, and I relax with. And through all the bullshit in my life, it's always been there for me, man. You know. All, totally. all the horrible or good or medium mid parts of my life it's been through through it all so i feel like poi is just definitely my medium if i were to to you know answer that with just a, spe a specific so but I that's dope poi. that <laughs> that's dope I that bo is just making an inside joke to you <laughs> <laughs> i'd say poi has been definitely one of the most consistent things in my life uh as well for sure like going on 10 years for me um not any other hobbies have lasted that long i'll say that said maybe and like for you to say out like playing pokemon games which i still do <laughs> <laughs> let's go yeah for you to say that you're just almost 10 years in i mean dude you're truly when i think of your juggling your poi juggling is like i aspire to be there skill wise in a couple years so for you to say that you're not even 10 years in is just truly incredible because it you really used the time that you had so well and you know you clearly pushed yourself to learn the most difficult patterns and just patterns that you love that that uh, really represented you because you love contact boy and you got into juggling and then you're incorporating both so truly incredible and i just yeah i just so glad to have you on the podcast i was so glad that you uh reached out Thanks. to me and that you were you were down to come on because again you're somebody that i've wanted to have on from the conception of this idea that i was like dude drew i want to get fucking drew on <laughs> like, thanks i love that yeah dude but uh yeah um, your point juggling is like great don't discount it, yourself you know like, it's it's getting there dude it's getting there i'm getting there with three yeah but it's a new it's a new realm for me and yeah I, it takes time yeah i mean like i'd say you're progressing pretty rapidly well i'm i'm 
I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm putting in a lot of effort, a lot of hours, and I'm taking inspiration from other people. And I'm just trying to do the patterns that I think are the most aesthetically pleasing and the things that feel the best for me. So like, you'll always run into people who are like, oh, well, can you do this pattern? Can you do this pattern? But it's like, well, I, no, I can't do that pattern. But I can do these patterns that I love and that are special mm -hmm. to me. So I think it's another really cool thing about Poi is we we can do what we love the most. We can do focus yeah. on the patterns that that we want to see done and that you know feel the best to us. So it's uh yeah it's a it's three Poi has given me an outlet um, and challenged me a lot more than two Poi has. And it's I'll always love two Poi. It's always something that I kind of like. It's like a comfort for me at this point. Um, but three Poi is where I'm really pushing myself with patterns. Like I'm I'm super close to getting Seb's uh forwards and backwards and i'm i'm just on the cusp i can get like nine to like 12 catches maybe you know so i'm, I'm like i can run it for a second but it's a it's a long road man it's a lifestyle you have to live that juggling life in order to attain these patterns because it's not just like i'm gonna learn this pattern in this amount of time and it's gonna be you know perfect and it just doesn't work like that you think about it and it's just you it's a it's a commitment over a long period of time and you yeah. have to just dedicate yourself to it and it's not a time frame of i'm going to learn it in five months or whatever so and the progression is going to be like so slow that you're probably not even going to like realize it happened over time which is like the funny part absolutely when i first posted uh when i posted my first three ploy video i think it was like three years ago and uh looking back it's just trash in my opinion i mean but we're also very critical on on you know ourselves but totally it's just it's crazy how how fast it once i got the control over two point one hand my horizon started to be opened up a little bit because i had never done two point one hand like pretty much anything in my 10 years of spinning poi i just didn't fuck around with two point one hand shit ever so it was uh it was really fun for me to find a new thing in Poi to like really help me push through and dedicate myself to. And so I'm very happy for three Poi. Um, tell us, um, <clears throat> I was going to ask you who your favorite three Poi spinners are, but we've actually like Bo and a few of the others that you had uh, talked about. Uh, yeah. Someone also I didn't mention, which probably goes without saying is uh, Tim Goddard. But yeah, in that list of, tim and yourself and these like really prolific three-point spinners and jugglers i would also put voita up there as well voita's yeah inspirations currently the man is yeah totally incredible and the way he's so acrobatic and so aesthetically pleasing his performance at kindle was just fucking life-changing for me like i i was i was shook to my core so he nice. <laughs> he's definitely a big inspiration for me right now as well yeah i, I got to see him perform at uh flame last year it was ah, dude such a cool guy as well like he's so approachable so nice very humble just you know you can just ask him um really anything you want as far as poi or just motivations and he's just such an insightful guy so um if y'all don't know who voita is check him out on instagram youtube all that shit um but yeah, I, I was lucky enough to yeah. be able to actually spend a good amount of time uh, with Voita as well. So it was just, I mean, super fucking cool. That Triketra extension weave, like every single direction though, like that's oh, off to that for sure. Dude, dude. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I, if you can find it, Joey, pull up that video of me doing it. If you know which one we're talking about, I'm wearing a black sweatshirt. It's a little bit back, but I worked, I've been working on this pattern for years of my life now. Like ever since I started three Poi, I, you know, one of the main goals that I wanted to do was that pattern specifically because holy shit, it is the most beautiful three Poi pattern I think I've seen. Like it is just, it looks great. <laughs> I'm holy jealous. shit. I want to do it. <laughs> well, so what makes it the most difficult is doing, not only hitting the Triketra on your, or the Mercedes or whatever, I, there's debate about the terminology, but whatever. So hitting that trick in front of you and then hitting it behind you yeah. and hitting it on the other side, you have to switch which one of your Poi is doing the pedal and which one is doing the extension because it's on the other side of your body 
And that's mm -hmm. what people don't realize why it's so hard yeah, is because you have, to, all, actually. you have to rethink. Because for me, when I'm doing it in front of my body, it's my pinky or my non-dominant poi that is doing the flower pattern. And my mm -hmm. main dominant poi is doing the extension. But when you do it behind you, it's flipped. And it is just like, dude, it's fucking yeah. so hard. Mind fuckery. <laughs> yeah, because if you, if you have to maintain the same direction that it's going behind you like you could figure out a way to not do that but it wouldn't look the same ah it's so fucking cool man he's a huge inspiration but um yeah dude i mean any any closing thoughts any like anything um that you wanted to to cover that we didn't you know talk about or anything like that um, not that i can think of uh <laughs> it was a good episode it was a good episode and <laughs> um again i just i want to say uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. Like truly one of my biggest inspirations. So it's awesome to be able to talk to you and connect with you. I want to be able to make it out to the East side at some point and hang out with you and make a, make a festival out there. Um, Cause I want to meet you and, and take, take some of your, your where, juggling where wisdom. Are you where are you based? Uh, Boise, Idaho. Idaho. Okay. Yeah. Just a little, little town out here, but yeah, I grew up in Salt Lake City, but Boise, Idaho is where I'm currently living. Gotcha. We got a really good crew out here, and um, yeah, it's awesome, man. I'm a, I've talked to several artists about uh, if they ever want to make a trip out here and teach a class or whatever, that they definitely should because I could set up, you know, a class of, you know, 20 or 30 people that would love to learn from someone like you. So if you're ever interested or if you're ever out here, make sure to hit me up if you ever find a reason to yeah. get out here, dude. That would be cool. I mean, otherwise, I'm I'm like positive our paths will cross eventually. Oh, know? for sure, for sure, for sure. I'm surprised I mean, they haven't already. But I know, I know. But I, I just only got into festivals, so exactly. That's I haven't made sense. my way. I haven't made my way out to many festivals or like, um, yeah, gotten my feet wet in that regard as far as uh, floor arts festivals. But I'm I'm really excited and I'm more passionate about um, making it out there now than ever. So I'm sure that we will run paths. Um, Joey's going to throw up your tag here. I'm sure hopefully the people that are watching this episode already know where to find you. But if you don't, that's his tag right there. Um, yeah, dude. Thank, thank Drew for coming on the podcast. Give him a shout out. Um, mm -hmm. Drew is always down to talk about poi or whatever else. So go ahead and support that's him on great. Instagram. Um, yeah, dude. Well, that we can wrap it up. But again, thank you. It was great. And I look forward to meeting you with you. I really appreciate your time, man. Yeah. Thank you so much for having Thanks, me Thanks, Drew. All right. Peace out, brother.